Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Sal Vetri here. $100,000 to first on the Saturday, April 18th slate. We're going to break it down. Four games. Three from the LPL China and only one from uh, the South Korean League, but we're getting a four-game slate, 100K to first. Depending on when you're watching this, there's a noon CB League of Legends. It is the Brazilian League of League of Legends. I have a model up on Patreon. I will have projections for that up on Patreon. So if you're looking for an itch to get in there, there's a $20,000 to first um, prize. So it's a pretty decent prize pool, and I think we're going to get more of that. That's looking good. I also know that they are bringing Call of Duty DFS in a matter of days, if not less than a week at this point. I'm talking with some people over at DraftKings, talking over to a connection I have over there. It is coming soon. So uh, there are going to be models here as long as the the prize pools are big, which I think they will be pretty soon with a lot of League of Legends taking a little bit of a, a week or two off before the Summer League. Um, there will be projections over on Patreon. So no better time to get in than right now. Patreon has everything, uh, CSGO, um, all the League of Legends leagues that you, you can think of and want to be playing uh, over there projected with data models and, and all the other stuff, data sheets for the Outlaw League. All that stuff will be covered uh, while the real sports slowly make their way back like golf in about seven weeks or so. So thank you. If you want to support me over there, you can. Right below me, it might be blocked out a little bit by the subscribe button, but it says you know, get $15 on Monkey Night Fight if your state is eligible to be playing in it. Use the promo code VETRI. Upon your minimum deposit of $10, they will give you $15 in return. And I will also send you my League of Legends DFS course. So you can check that out. All of that is linked down below. We are one subscriber as of right now. Some of you might say, screw this kid and ditch me. But um, we are one subscriber away from 20,000. So there's a really good chance by the time this goes out, we hit it. But if you want to be number 20,000, we're going to be doing some sort of a giveaway. And I'm going to be thinking about it today uh, for just one random subscriber in general. But uh, we got to get there first. So be that person. So with that being said, uh, let's get into this video. I'll ask one last thing in the comment section. Maybe this will be a giveaway topic, but uh, what kind of NFL content do you want to see right now? I know the, the draft's happening, the college draft. I can do content around that, um, but I did yesterday a video on some four interesting running backs that I found going into the year. I'm going to be doing a second year wide receivers video today, later today, prepping and putting that up. I know it's not the highest search volume month, but it's all about getting in the process of getting that content out because I want to be doing daily DFS videos as well as daily uh, NFL season long videos every single day starting now at this point, I uh, get ahead of the competition. So with that said, let's get into it now. Four games like your biggest, biggest favorite is going to be the team that is facing V5, Victory 5, like you normally are going to see in that team today. The the honor of doing that today and beating up on V5, who has now been dropping every single day since we've been doing this to a 3.2% win rate. The next lowest is 44.1%. 3.2, the gap is to 44.1. That is atrocious. It is VC Gaming getting to face Victory 5. Victory 5 almost, maybe today they'll be dying 20 times per round. 19.8 deaths per round, only 8.6 kills per round. Both of those are the lowest in the slate. VC Gaming is not a great team. This is very much like Billy Billy Gaming last time out. They are a fine team, but um, if you took off Victory 5 off this slate, we would be arguing if they were the second worst team on the slate or the worst team on the slate. So you have some two really bad teams going at it, but this is the thing that's crazy is VC uh, Gaming is just going to have expensive players because of how big and how high their chances are of 2-0 sweeping here and just getting the extra 20 points in that third round that maybe their teams rarely get to. So yeah, VC Gaming is going to be hard to ignore today. You can see that cube for VC Gaming is priced up to 6400 for a top lane. That's not a crazy price point. All the top laners are pretty affordable today. Nobody hitting that 7k price tag, but you're going to get cubes numbers not looking well. And if you don't have a projection system that takes into account um, the opponent's numbers, which everyone should at that point, but if you're not seeing VC Gaming pop up all that often, then you're probably using a faulty projection system, but they're going to be popping up a ton today. Um, 
you can almost guarantee that they're going to win, if not sweep in two, based on how bad Victory 5 is. Like, Victory 5 is probably going to get booted out of this league after the season, and that's not a joke. 3.2% win rate is absolutely atrocious across 31 uh, contested games so far. So that's VC Gaming's matchup. You have the next biggest favorite being Funflex Phoenix, who we've grown accustomed to knowing how good they are against Rogue Warriors. Rogue Warriors dies the second most times on the slate, 16.5 times per contest, whereas... Funplex Phoenix is going to get the most kills per contest. A great setup for them. They lead the slate in win rate at 71.4%, 15.2 kills per contest. They only die 10.3 times per round. That is the second lowest on the slate. The interesting thing is that Rogue Warriors, although they died the second most on the slate, they also produced the second most kills on the slate. So Funplex Phoenix plus Rogue Warriors is going to be a matchup of the two teams that get the most kills per contest. Rogue Warriors, 14 kills per round. You're going to get Funplex Phoenix, 15.2 kills per round. So maybe a little bit of something of interest there. This one I I don't think um, has no chance, similar to the Victory 5 one, of maybe going the full three games. But I do think that these Funplex Phoenix players are going to be in a great spot. We saw Gimgoon enter the starting rotation and just absolutely in the lineup, really, and absolutely go off over Khan in the last one. They're priced at a very similar price point. $6,200 for Gimgoon, uh, who, when he plays, has an 82% win rate, who is, when they win, over three kills per contest. This is probably the best top lane player in the slate, um, if indeed he's going to start and play all three rounds, and he's at 6200 So yeah, that's a really strong price for me. Your third favorite here is going to be Royal Never Give Up, which three out of the last four times out there, they've been pretty big favorites, and three out of the last four times out there, they've absolutely fallen on their face and probably lost a lot of you a good amount of money, including myself. Um, Rogue Warriors or, or Royal Never Give Up is going to get to face today. Sooning, who I think this is a fantastic spot for Sooning as an underdog. Sooning is a very meh team, right? They win 44.7% of their contests. Royal Never Give Up, 54.3. But as an underdog of plus 182, I think they're definitely live. I think they're definitely somebody that I want to have a good amount of exposure to. They actually produce more kills per contest than Royal Never Give Up. 13.9 kills per contest for Sooning. Royal Never Give Up, 12.9 kills per contest. Now, Sooning does die more often. They're not as good at dragon control, lane control, those types of numbers that matter as well. They have a worse kill death ratio. So um, yeah, I do think that suiting is very live here. I do think that Rogue Warriors is live here. I think that this is a interesting spot that we'll see ownership wise. Usually one underdog on a slate becomes very popular because everybody can kind of tell that they have a decent chance of winning. Um, on that slate, it might be Sooning today, especially when you factor in that Sooning's upside in terms of victories is like some of the highest on the slate. Um, maybe not at top lane where we are right now, but when we get to mid- AD carry the main one, a little bit of jungler, you're going to see that Sooning's players, if they're in victories, will be like some of the highest, if not the highest scoring players in the slate. So I caution to get to laying X at 6,600. I don't absolutely hate it. Um, I know they've lost three of their last four, but I guess I can weight that in somehow just bias wise, but that's not what you want to do in a good projection system. Um, and then your final favorite is going to be KT Rolster, the only South Korean matchup tonight. Uh, KT Rolster has a 9.5 kills per game. That's the second worst on the slate, but they die the least on the slate. They're a very efficient team, a 1.05 kill death ratio. Against their opponents, Dam One Gaming, who have a 1.01 kill death ratio, uh, and they're going to be a plus 114 underdog. So this is is very close to a pick'em in terms of the the League of Legends Korean leagues, so um, or Asian leagues. So you're going to get Dam One versus KT Rolster. I'll have interest in both sides. They've both been playing a ton of games. Their top lanes have been pretty much starting every game. I probably have more interest in uh, new group. Niguri on the uh, Damon Gaming side is an underdog if I'm going to go there and try and prioritize a player from top lane, which I really won't. Uh, but if you're looking at that spot, you're going to have the player who has the most damage percentage and uh, creep score per minute on the slate, 28.7% damage, 8.8% uh, creep score. So that's kind of the matchups plus the top lane. Uh, those matchups set the table for really all the other positions that we'll talk about. 
um, and that's starting with your mid lane. So mid lane, you're going to see some very uh, good names on this slate. Forge is going to be somebody that's going to be hard to get away from. So do him be up top 8,000. He's pretty much always the most expensive um, from uh, from Funplex Phoenix. When he's on a slate at mid lane, you're just getting the player that leads the slate in damage percentage, in kill participation, in average kills, right? Uh, in in terms of all the starters and assists, this is the best mid laner, probably in the, maybe in the entire league, uh, pretty close to being in the entire league, definitely on this slate. At $8,000, yeah, I don't think it's crazy to want to get there. But Forge is going to be a very interesting one. So since Forge has returned, Forge has been fantastic. The problem with Forge's overall numbers is usually that VC Gaming is not a great team and they don't win all that often. But now you're getting Forge averaging 3.8 kills per contest in wins and losses. You're getting a player with the second highest out of all the starters kill participation, 27.5% damage rate, a very good player now as a huge favorite. Forge at $7,600 is hard to get away from. VC Gaming is going to be a team that if they're not over-owned compared to my odds of giving them of being in a winning lineup, then I'm going to get a good amount of them. This matchup is just too hard to ignore when your opponent is almost dying 20 times per contest. That is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and Forge is a fantastic player. Uh, and you're getting actually a favorable price point at 7600 on Forge. Angel from Sooning. This is the type of stuff I'm talking about when Sooning is an underdog. $6,600 Angel. If Sooning wants to knock off the victory today, and look, if they go three rounds and lose, I don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, but if they were to knock off the victory today, win 2-0 or win 2-1 more realistically, there's a good chance that Angel is a top, definitely a top three scorer on the slate, but there's upside to be the most, the highest scoring mid laner on the slate. 4.2 kills per contest is second only behind doing B, except Angel's $1,400 cheaper because of being a plus 192 underdog compared to a 625 favorite. So Angel does stand out. Um, I really do like Forge. I probably prefer Forge over doing B today just based on my stack preferences. Again, I haven't projected this out. I haven't ran ownership yet, um, but that's just how the sense I'm getting of it. And then Angel as an underdog. I don't want anybody from Victory 5 today. I'm probably going to cross them all out of my player pool. Um, in terms of Rogue Warriors, I don't really know. We'll see who starts. I assume it's going to be Ruby, but it could be Wooming. So I'll see who starts there. But I don't really know if I want to get too much of Rogue Warriors. I don't think they're dead in the water just based on how lethal they can be with kills. Again, second most kills in the slate, only behind their opponent, Funplex Phoenix. So I'll see. If they only end up coming in as a stack like 3 or 4% owned, maybe I get to... Or if they only come in like 1% to 3%, oh, maybe I get to somewhere around 4 or 5%. It's not a lot of leverage on my total lineups, but it gives me a little bit of a hedge there. Um, so that's where Ruby would start to come in. Uh, your, your KT Rollster versus Dam 1 Gaming matchup there. Not Either player doesn't really stand out. Again, the Dam 1 Gaming side will stand out a little bit more because I like the idea that uh, as an underdog, you probably get more unique lineups if you're running Sooning and Dam 1 Gaming lineups. Not maybe together, but those stacks just in your exposures in general. So Forge, doing B, Angel, showmaker probably in that order and then i would get to royal never royal never give up um but again it's all about your stack preferences ownership is going to be a big piece of that uh getting into the support side of things now um so not players that you're going to really uh try and uh, stack your lamps around the support player but at the top only one player hit six thousand dollars so support is very very easy to get into your lineup today probably not somewhere where you have to prioritize crisp from funplex phoenix uh the leader in assists per contest only one above 10 assists per contest uh, only dying 2.1 times per contest as well that's the that's the lowest in the slate so I do think Crisp is in a fine spot here. You can stack him uh, with when we get to the next page. Uh, the AD carries from Bumplex Phoenix. So if you want to, I think that that adds a little bit of correlation. But as I talk about in the course, which again, if you want the course, add it on for free. Monkey Knife Fight, link right down below in the description. I do think that... Um, you can stack with uh, LWX. I don't know how needed it's, it's definitely going to be, but I think it's at least in play. And when you start to go down a little bit more, you're going to see some really nice options here. So if we get Hang starting over Maestro, what's been happening as of late, 
that's a great price point on a support player. That's a minus 1,111 favorite, $5,400 for a player who does average nine assists per contest, even in wins and losses, who does have 74.5% kill participation. So if it is hanging, it's going to be hard to get away from that. I'm starting to think that VC gaming based on these prices is probably going to be uh, very highly owned, but I think their odds of winning on a four game slate might make up for it. Just looking into some other uh, players down here, Sword of Art for Sooning is going to stand out at 4,800. That's a very cheap price point for somebody who, out of all the starters, is third on the slate in assists per contest, but Price is the fourth cheapest support player. That stands out. And then if you want those Rogue Warrior stacks, I do think Lay from Rogue Warriors averaging one kill per contest leads the entire slate through 29 games and 9.4 assists per contest, second highest in the slate through 29 games. That's a nice uh, spot for an underdog type of a player. So I think Crisp is the best play on the slate just individually when you're factoring in your stacks that's not going to be the case i i would go crisp hang in that order um and then some combination of sword art and ming as as, as a very early rankings of this position uh and go from there if i'm trying to choose between the kt rollster and damn one gaming side it's kind of a toss-up. I probably go to Barry L from Dan One Gaming and just get to a little bit more of that stack, mainly because of the upside and assists, somewhat of creep score. Uh the kills are pretty similar there as well. All right, the meat and potatoes of the slate, the AD carry. Please, if you're not yet and you're still watching this, take a couple seconds. Bottom right hand corner, if you're on your, your phone, your laptop, your tablet, whatever it is, computer, there's a little subscribe button. It's right over the word probably um whatever whatever the word is that says to free play or something. Uh hit that button. Just hit it. We're going to get to 20,000 today. Uh, Might as well crank it up a little bit higher. Appreciate that. If you want to get that free $15 promo from Monkey Knife Fight, that link is down below in the description. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Let's get into the AD carry. So uh, yeah, Funplex Phoenix, there's two guys at $8,000 or above, uh, LWX and Betty. I understand why Betty's there at $8,000. It's a little bit risky, my feelings at least, uh, going back to that, touching the hot flame through the last four days. Seemed like Betty had a great projection. They were going to win big. They end up losing. And I actually do like Sooning on the opposite side of this. So maybe this is the actual time where Sooning gets a ton of ownership and RNG becomes the better play. And they finally win one, right? As the favorite, as they should be winning. But LWX, your top end AD carries, I'm never going to say anything bad about them. Uh, Betty, I, I think that based on if people have been playing as of late, RNG has been has been just ruining you. Three of the last four times, they've been big favorites and lost. Seems a little bit sketchy in my opinion. Uh, maybe some match fixing, who knows, but Insuning has been doing well. I think they just won as an underdog. They swept in like 2-0 in their last upset victory. So if you're going to get them as now being a very trendy underdog on the slate, we'll have to see what the ownership looks like, but it could actually make it so that the minus 263 favorite in RNG is under owned. And look, it's a numbers game at that point. I don't care if your feelings got hurt a couple of times over the past two weeks. If the numbers are showing that the team that actually projects for a higher points because they're a favorite in RNG is under owned, it might be a spot that you should actually target it and put the emotions aside. So Betty is somebody I'll still have interest in. iBoy for 7,800. VC Gaming. Yeah, so VC Gaming is coming in on pretty much every single position as the third or fourth most expensive uh, p- position player, but they're probably going to project out as some of the highest, if not the highest scoring players in the slate for me, just based on their matchup. So iBoy going to have a lot of interest in there. Young Fang is <laughs> Young Fang is the player on this slate for Sooning that if they do pull off the upset against RNG, you're probably going to have Young Fang as the highest scoring player on the slate going to rival LWX and Funplex Phoenix. So yeah, without question, I'm going to have Hung Fang in my lineups. Leads the slate out of all the consistent starters and kills per contest. 33.4 kill participation is the second highest on the slate. Yeah, Sooning's Hung Fang is somebody that you, you just don't want to get away from, in my opinion. Rogue Warriors, I'll have a little bit of there. Uh, Zoiji, I have a little bit of their AD carry as well. Nothing from Victory 5. I don't really have any interest in Ghost or Nuclear. If Ghost was to start for Dam 1, that's a spot that I would get to. Um, I guess I'll, I'll retract that by saying I don't have any interest. If Ghost was to start over Nuclear, which we've seen more Nuclear so far this entire season, 25 out of the 39 contests started. Uh, but if Ghost was to start, that's actually a play that I would get to in 14 games. You have the most kills per contest at 5.1 
per contest. Right now, Damwon Gaming, just breaking this down from an analytical standpoint, not yet doing the projections, I do prefer over KT Rolster, and that should make some sense. Damwon Gaming so far this year is averaging closer to 12 kills per contest when uh, KT Rolster is only averaging 9.5. That's not the entire game, but when we're looking for statistics that make sense for us for fantasy purposes, those are the ones that we really care about. And then when you start to look at just win, per- uh, win percentage, 52% for KT Rolster, 51.2% for Damwon. It's a damn near coin flip in terms of how often they're winning. They play very similar game lengths. Their kill-death ratio is pretty much identical. There starts to become some differences in lane control and specific positional advantages, but that's it's just going to come down to the, the wire, and that's what the Vegas odds are kind of indicating. Jungler, uh, I'm not going to spend much time on Jungler. Uh, they're a, a very odd... Uh, priority for me. They're my third priority in terms of captain, not really somebody I ever prioritize in my lineups because of their price points. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just probably not going to get there as much of making them a preference. I'll just give them the projection. I'll set up my rules and whichever junglers I get, they're probably the third or fourth player into most of my stacks. Um, I will note that only one of them is $7,000. Normally we're seeing a couple junglers in the 7k range and on a four game slate, only Tian from Funplex Phoenix being $7,000 is, is appealing. Eight kills or eight assists per contest is the second highest in the slate behind S of M. S of M is a $5,800 jungler. Zuning is going to be a very appealing and attractive underdog stack today because of how cheap they are. Young Feng, S of M, Sword Art, all these players that have a massive upside are, because of being underdogs, priced probably $1,500 less than they normally would be, if not uh, more than that. So yeah, I'm going to get to a lot of Zuning. S of M makes a lot of sense in my opinion. Um, Chung Feng, uh, Tiang at the top, Young Feng from the, the AD carry spot for Zuning. Um, when we're going down a little bit more, Bono versus Cannon from KT versus um, Damwon, it's going to depend on your stacks. I don't have a preference there. It's really a coin flip. They're similar price points. They produce similar numbers pretty much across the board. I think Bono is the better player. He's also the favorite. So it really depends on what your stacks are, are producing for you at that point. Uh, S of M, Haro. Haro, if you want to get to some stacks of Rogue uh, Warriors as the underdog against Funplex Phoenix, it doesn't seem crazy in my opinion. It's not totally out of the question. And then if you just want to look at VC Gaming, uh, it's probably going to be AX over Chiefitan, but just make sure to keep a track on that. Probably not the spot at 6,800 that I want to get to the VC Gaming players. If I'm stacking VC Gaming as my main four-man or a three-man stack, I want the AD carry in there. I want the mid lane in there. And then at that point, I think I can find more value by going to uh, someone else other than AX at the jungler position at 6,800. Seems like some of these other positions are a little bit underpriced. And then it allows you to get in uh, either Tion for $200 more, who I think is a much better jungler than AX, not a much better matchup, but a much better jungler. It allows you to get in your un- your underdog stacks with, with higher upside in your main stack in terms of the pricing of it. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I'll just pop up the team slate. I've talked about a lot of statistics from the team side, all the favorites I'll have interest in. On this slate, I'll have probably six out of eight of the teams in my exposures, maybe seven. Victory five, if they end up winning today, they've only won 3.2 rounds, not even games. If they end up winning today, whatever, I'll burn my money on that. But all four of the favorites, um, Damwon Gaming and Sooning will be in my team exposures in terms of the actual team position. I'll think about Rogue Warriors in my team position. I'll have Rogue Warriors players, but I'll think about if they actually make a lot of sense to get a huge upside there. They do average 14 kills per contest. So in a victory, you would think that it's not them just skating by. It's actually them getting somewhat bloody and winning. So there's a good chance that seven out of these eight teams make my team exposures. None of them in the captain spot though. Uh, So that's where I'm at right now. Let me know if you have any questions in the comments down below. Let me know what kind of content for the NFL season that you would like to see right now. I can just continue to make videos about random topics of um, not really team breakdowns, but for fantasy purposes, second year receivers, second year tight ends. Once the draft happens, I'm going to hit up all the rookies for a week or two. I know it's not until really late June, July, August then that a lot of that fantasy content becomes highly searchable, but I want to be able to get in there before that, get my processes down. Obviously, it helps me researching all this stuff and creating videos to stay sharp for when the season comes back around. 
So I want to continue to do those videos probably on a daily basis right now. So let me know what you want to see there. Uh, thank you. We should have, by the time you're seeing this at 20,000 subscribers. So if you all rock, I'm going to be thinking about a giveaway, uh, reach out in the comments or on Twitter at Salvage DFS with any questions, go ahead, get all the projections, get all the rankings, get everything I have to offer on Patreon that is linked down below and play a monkey knife fight. Their props are not yet out for this late today, but if you've watched all the way through, click the link down below in the description, takes you over to monkey knife fight. They have a lot of t- fun prop games. I'm sure they'll have call of duty props. Once that goes live next week on DraftKings. there's no reason why that they can't go in there and get some sorts of rights as well. So check out Monkey Knife Fight. All they have to offer, if you deposit for the first time, the minimum deposit's 10 bucks. They'll give you $15. Then you can either reach out to me or they will reach out to me ASAP and say, hey, give this person free entry into the course. They just deposited through your link. That's all I got for you today. Enjoy the start of your weekend on this beautiful Friday. If you're watching on Saturday, hope you're having a great start to your weekend. I will see you in the next one. 